What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Bets. I'm your host, Zach Stonerock, joined by the one and only Avery Cunningham. Avery, welcome back to the show. Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me again. How are you this morning? Good, man. I'm feeling good since we're both repping the yeah. uh, Bourbon yeah. and Bets brand here. So, Yeah, we're. this was a total accident. Um, he just found, Yeah, he just found this shirt this morning. Um, you know, I wore this, you know, yesterday, and then you know, I was like, oh, well, I'll just wear it again. I didn't really think so. Hey, the Bourbon and Bets shirt never goes out of style, no matter how many times you wear it. So, yeah. Oh, actually, I did wear this to Costco a couple weeks ago. And then um, some, like one of the workers asked me um, if, it, if it was like a, a club or something like that, like a cigar club. It is. Yeah. It's a club. It's, it's a very if, you, if you're a follower, a watcher, <laughs> a listener, you are a, you're a part of a very exclusive club. Yeah, ex- exactly. Let's go. More exclusive than Costco, actually. So, uh, oh, I don't know. Costco can be really pretty exclusive. Yeah, uh, I'm a Sam's Sam's Club guy myself out here on the East Side. So, oh yeah, um, you know, yeah, um, I do. I have a Sam's Club membership, but uh, my wife Brandy has a um, has a Costco membership. Speaking of speaking of wife, um, Happy Mother's Day to you, Brandy. I love you. Uh, thank you for everything uh, that you've done. Um, you know, giving us Samari, and I appreciate you. Hey, shout out to Brandy. Happy Mother's Day to Brandy and happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Um, whether you in what you know, whether you're um, like a birth mom or if you're just, you know, filling that role for somebody, um, y'all are truly, truly the real MVPs. I know that's kind of an old, outdated statement, but holds true. Um, always going to carry the same weight. Uh, y'all are modern day, real life superheroes. So thank you to all the moms out there. Enjoy the day. Hopefully somebody does something special for you. If not, hopefully the shout out fills that void for you also. So um, before we jump into the NBA uh, games, uh, Avery, did you happen to catch any of the Kentucky, uh, Kentucky Derby yesterday? I did not, man. Um, it was a cleaning day around the house. So um, I was, you know, try to clean up, clean up around the house, around the game. So um so yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch. Well, I, I seen the. I seen the highlights. Uh, what's his name? Um, it was like I can't remember his name. Was it like Rich something? Uh, Rich Rich Stakes. Rich, like yeah, Rich, yeah, Rich something. Uh, something Rich. But um, if you bet on him, you probably got Rich last. Well, year, so. that's what I wanted to talk about. Let me get his name right here first, though. I don't. I want to show this this horse some respect. After uh, yeah. Rich Rich Strike. Rich Strike. Yeah. 80 to one long shot. So uh, second biggest long shot uh, to win the Kentucky Derby. Um, that's that's huge. Uh, I'm a little upset because this year, so usually when it comes to the Derby, like I'll go and I'll place a bunch of wagers and a bunch of trifectas. And uh, um, You mean all horse races, not just the Derby? Well, the Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont for sure. And yeah, then yeah. If, if I'm bored, I'll open up an app on my phone. <laughs> watch something over in like japan or something uh <laughs> oh, japan that's so random <laughs> uh it's crazy like you could literally bet on horses 24 <laughs> 7 just if the sun's up the horses are running the horse is um, running. there's somebody there's horses running somewhere <laughs> that's true uh but so typically what i do is i just go and uh, i put together a few um they're called exotic bets for people out there who aren't as familiar it's um Bets that aren't just like you're betting on one horse to win. Uh, you're mixing it up. You're saying, I think, you know, these horses are going to finish. These four horses are going to be the top four. These three are going to be top three, whatever. Um, so typically what I do is I put together a bunch of different like combinations 
Um, and every year I typically include like a big, um, like trifecta, uh, exacta. Um, so trifecta is when you, um, try to guess the top three accurately. Uh, exacta is when you, uh, try to guess the, uh, the top two accurately. Um, so every year I put in a long shot and a couple of those, I take the two like, uh, favorites, the two that are getting the most press. And I usually try to partner the long shot with those, um, never, never been successful in any of the years I've ever gambled. So this year I was like, you know, I'm just going to save that money. I'm going to try to be responsible and I'm not going to include the long shot in any of my wagers. So tell as old as time, the long shot wins the race. Um, so if I, if I would have put the money down on the exacta, um, uh, I don't have the number in front of me here, but I'm pretty sure a $1, uh, $1 bet would have paid out like, like a, like four, I think it's four grand for, for $1. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, I know, I know if you, I, they, I think they say if you would bet like $2 on uh, Rich Strike just to win, um, outright, you would have won, like, or, I'm sorry, if you would have bet $2, yeah, $2, uh, you would have won 100 Uh So at 80 to 1, uh, you would have won uh, 160 Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, and, um, yeah, and you you're the one that you know that throw that that throws the darts, man. Um, disappointed in you, man. I'm disappointed in myself, Avery. My bank account's disappointed in me as well. Yeah, um, yes, but hey, you know, there's always next year. So, hey, there's always the I don't know which one's next, the Preakness or the Belmont, but those are coming up in like a couple weeks. So yeah, and then uh, you know, Matt take Berman bets on the road to Kentucky Derby one one of these years. So next year. Next year, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the boys together. Yeah, we're, we're gonna head down in uh, um, Churchill Downs and and watch the ponies run. Yeah, and I'm be wearing my Sunday's best or Saturday's best. Um, you know, it'll be a good time. We'll be sitting right next to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, I saw no, Darren no. Waller was there as well. There's, I mean, there's, I mean, obviously you got like Drake was there, Jack Harlow. Yeah, all, um, all the big names. It's yeah, they just haven't been lucky enough to land us yet. That's, yeah, that's exactly. really, it's really going to take the event over the top. Exactly. Um, but let's go ahead and uh, a shout out, Rich Strike. Congratulations. Um, oh, oh, also, also, oh, go ahead. I'll I was going to say the uh, he wasn't even supposed to run in the race. He, oh. he got added to the race the day before. Somebody oh, else man. dropped out, so he uh, so he got added and uh, had never he had, he hadn't won a race in his last like seven starts. So, man, that's that's a great American story right there. It's the American, great American underdog story. Yeah, it's like no, the average Joe's gym. Yeah, no doubt. Also, um, Canelo Alvarez lost yesterday. Yes. Uh, so that was a bit that. So like, just upsets happening like all all around. Like uh, Dimitri uh, Bivol, Dimitri Bivol uh, beat uh, Alvarez. So yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I, I fell asleep, um, so I didn't get the chance to watch the fight. But I woke up and. I was I was shocked. Like, whoa! Like Canelo lost. Like, wow! He hasn't lost since 2013. Yeah, that was that was um in uh you know when he when he fought Floyd Mayweather, and I was in Las Vegas for the fight, but I didn't get to go to the fight because I had a football game. But I usually tell people I was at the fight since we lost the football game. But <laughs> hey, I was in Las Vegas the same day as that fight. So, gotcha. Yeah. Well, maybe you maybe you would have shown up, then maybe uh. Maybe Floyd would have taken his first L. Maybe, but I, I seriously doubt that. Um, he He's one of the best for a reason, so. Yeah, slippery. Um, yeah, for sure. All right, let's let's uh, let's jump into the NBA. Uh, it's been it's been a pretty fun 
um, an exciting uh, first couple rounds. You know, we we were through the first round. Um, you had mentioned that Toronto was probably going to beat Philly. I told you Embiid was going to be the difference maker. Well, would you, would you like to would you like to say anything? Well, first and foremost, that series was closer than it appeared. Um, that that series, the series should have went should have went seven games. If you watch Game Three, um, a uh, Scotty Barnes didn't play. Also, they were they were down. Um, I mean, you know, Toronto had them down double figures and um, double digits, and then uh, they end up come, like Philly end up coming back. And um, James Harden fouled out, and then I think it was Precious Achoa that uh, you know missed both of the free throws when it's tie game, and then it took a took a great shot by Joel Embiid just to beat them, and then they end up winning two like two straight. I was like, where was this at the whole like the whole time? Like, but you know, but um, you know, Toronto did make it you know somewhat tough for them. Uh, Fran Red Van Fleet really struggled during the series, um, but I hurt ended up not even playing. Yeah, even even when he was playing, he he like struggled big time. So, um, like Pascal Siakam, he played pre- pretty decently. Um, Precious uh, Chris uh, Chris Boucher, um, you know, played pretty good. But um, too much Philly. Uh, Tyrese Maxey really came on. Tobias Harris had a couple of good games, um, and then Joel Embiid is the MVP of the league. So. Um, it was just at the end of the day, it was, it was just too much, but uh, it was a close series, you know. Out, you know, despite what you may have to say, um, Zach. I just wanted you to acknowledge that I was right. Um, mm, okay, oh, this, this is what we're doing. Oh, you, that's, you, that's all I wanted, man. You said that Brooklyn's going to win the last series, too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I did. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we could do this all huge day. letdown, huge letdown out of Brooklyn this season. Oh, huge, um, Kyrie Irving. Do do we think he's gonna be there next year, or is he gonna pack up and, and leave again? Um, I don't know. Like he he's I don't I don't know. It just seems like he's never happy. So um, he may end up leaving. He may understand because you know he's got KD there. But I don't know. They're going to make some changes. Get um get some more uh, pieces. Um, you know Joe Harris wasn't healthy either this year. So um, that's you know that's a loss of a shooter. So I mean with with them. If you got Seth Curry, if if Seth Curry comes back, I don't know what his contract looks like. You know, they'll have the they have the shooters. Um, if uh, Drummond comes back, I mean, they'll have him, but they they'll still need some more pieces. And then um, they got uh Bruce Brown, who's you know, this was probably their best player like throughout the series. Yeah. So, I mean, like he's getting he's going he's going to keep getting better. Um, you know, get more confident. So um, I mean, who, who knows what's going to happen? Um, you know, they I mean, they still got you know two of the most most skillful offensive uh, players in the NBA. So um, they'll, I mean, they'll be fine. They just got to find a way to defend. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens with that team and what happens with Kyrie and what happens with KD. And, you know, I would, I, me personally, I wouldn't be surprised if Brooklyn looks completely different next year. Yeah. um, They may, they may uh, get a new coach, but um, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, too bad they can't get Ty Lue. They didn't hire him uh, last year. So if they had Ty Lue, they probably would have won him last year. But they probably just have another first round exit out of the playoffs. Nope, I don't think so. Maybe if they had Carson Wentz running running point guard for him, they would be all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think so either. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he'll consistently throw accurate passes. So that's, that means that could cause the turnover. So, yeah, I mean, I could just imagine Carson Wentz out there somehow having someone else break both his ankles. 
Um, same play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it could happen. It, he's definitely had uh, some bad luck for sure. All right. Well, um, shout out to the Mavs. The Mavs pulled it out. I was, if you listen to the um, previous episodes, I was, I was not optimistic about the Mavs pulling it out, um, especially with not having Luca for the first two games. But uh, Jalen Brunson stepped up, was a dog, um, really came through um, for that team. And then as soon as Luca came back, um, they kind of put it all together. Uh, Luca does change change that offense. Um, initially, it was not for the best um, because they had like a, they had a pretty good flow. Uh, but once uh, Jalen and Luca kind of figured out their chemistry back on the court again, um, Luca with the the pick and rolls and, and the uh, kickouts to uh, Maxi Kleber, um, that just that just set the the, the tone for the team. Um, Utah is. Utah should be a much better team than what they are. They have a lot of talent. Um, I just don't know. I don't know what what's missing, I guess. Um, it seems like they have solid people at every position, um, and they don't have a bad bench either. So um, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for for why they aren't able to to finish the season out or or you know close out big games. You know what? I'm at a loss too. And, you know, with Luca being out in those two games, like three games, I'm sorry, um, to go down 2 1, that can't happen. Like, you have, like, you know, the top, you know, the top five players of that series. Um, you know, you probably have, you probably have three of them, you know, on your, on Utah's team. Yeah. So you got to find, you got to find a way to, you know, to win that, like, to win those three games. So that was uh, pretty disappointing um, in, uh, as far as the Jazz. And I will apologize to you and another listener on the show, uh, Lavaris Williams. Um, I, you know, I owe y'all an apology because I did think that Utah was going to win. And I told, you know, I told Lavaris that I would uh, apologize to him publicly if they did win. So, so there, there, there you go, Lavaris. Well, I don't know Mr. Williams, but I already like him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's 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 also a Dallas fan. He's, let's he's go, a sports fan. Um, but. Yeah, that team's not going like that team's going to look drastically different next year. Uh, the Jazz, like they they should they should be at least like you know competing for titles. But first round next year, yeah, it's yeah that that team's going to be going to be in research research uh, or not research but rebuild uh, rebuild mode uh, coming this season. In my opinion, uh, yeah. so uh, that's that's pretty sure uh, your boy Trevor's not going to be too happy about that. But Those things happen, man. Teams have to go through those processes you can try it for so long. And I, again, like I said, I feel like they have the pieces and, and that organization put together the pieces to, uh, to put them in the best position to win. And they just couldn't figure it out together yeah. as a team. So like, where was Mike Conley at? Uh, like, what, is, is he alive? Like, is that a clone or what? I don't know what's going on with Mike, but like, he just was he just didn't show up like the whole series. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, and he's, He's in, in my opinion, he's one of the top true, like true pass first point guards. Um, yeah, or he was. Yeah. yeah, or was. And and you're right, he just he disappeared. Um, yeah, like, you almost have to question if if it if he's not going to show up for the team, do you just put Jordan Clarkson in there, who's just going to shoot the ball? At least at least he's going to you know he's going to force his way into 25 points a game if he's starting to get in the minutes. So right, no doubt. 
So, you, I mean, you gotta, you gotta ask yourself why, you know, some adjustments weren't made. Um, obviously you don't want to abandon a veteran guy like Mark, Mike Conley, who has the ability to, to, well, you like to think he has the ability to turn it on, but it just never, never really happened. So, nope. um, I, I truly thought in that, in that series that Rudy Gobert was going to be a bigger difference maker as well. Um, because Dallas doesn't have dominant big, big guys. It's Dwight Powell, um, Kleber, um, and then Bo, Boban um, coming off the bench whenever he gets in there for a, a minute and a half. Yeah, um, and Bertans, but yeah, and Bertans, but yeah. like he doesn't get a lot of a lot of playing time either, and he kind of plays um, kind of like a stretch four position more so, where he you know is more of a shooter than a, yeah. than a guy down down low. So yeah, Kleber too, like, that, and that's what I like about the roster, like the Mavs roster. They got unlike what the Lakers did, like they constructed their roster around Luca. Where like you know Luke can you know can go in penetrate um, you know try to get to the lane and then find open shooters like okay Lakers um, take notes so anyway, I'm sorry to bring them on bring that garbage onto the show but you know I just had to compare that real quick. This is all good. Um, I I I don't know if it's still going on, but I I, I loved how. Uh... Who was it? Was it Shaq or Chuck? One of them was like, "We're not even going to call them the Lakers anymore." It's that it's that team in in LA, that purple and gold team. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, bums. that's funny. Yeah, they bums for sure. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the games that we have coming up today. Um, so today is Sunday, May eighth. Uh, so if, if you're listening to this, uh, we're going to talk about the games today. We're going to talk about the games uh, tomorrow, uh, Monday, May 9th. Um, so we're going to start with the West Coast series that we have going on right now. So we got the Suns and the Mavericks um, currently going on. The, that's the first game today. Kicks off, tips off um, at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. Phoenix is up 2-1 to one right now. Um, this game is in Dallas. The Suns are favored by two. However, you know, American Airlines uh, Center is there. – there is a home court advantage there. I mean, the Mavs – they sell out their games. Um, they have a very loyal fan base. So I think Suns minus two. L- let me go through the rest of these stats, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give kind of my take on what I think the difference maker in this game is. Um, the money line for this, the Suns are minus one thirty five, and the Mavericks are plus one fifteen. Um, so based off those odds, there you can tell that the uh, uh, the lines makers uh, and the odds makers are torn on this game. They they think they they think this game is going to be close and. And I'm I'm right there as well. Uh, the over unders two fourteen. Um, if we look at the totals of these uh, first three games, game one was two thirty five, game two was two thirty eight, but then game three was one ninety seven. So there was a big shift in in offense and defense there. Um, so looking at these games, obviously Luca is a big piece for the Mavericks, right? Um, he's averaging thirty five points a game this series. Um, game one, he had 45, they, they still lost game two. He had 35, they lost, but then game three, he had 26. And the big difference maker is that, uh, Jalen Brunson scored 28. So for me, I'm thinking that Luca's going to get his points. He's going to get his, his, uh, he's going to get his stats. Um, he's going to pull down rebounds. He's going to distribute the ball. He's gonna need he's gonna need Jalen to score at least twenty points. I 
you know, in my opinion, if, if, if Dallas wants to have a chance to win this game, because when you look at the Suns, the Suns starting five, they all typically score in double digits. Mm. Um, there was only one game, uh, game two, where DeAndre Ayton didn't score double digits. He scored uh, nine points in 18 minutes, though. So he was just one point shy of that. Um, that that's, you know, that's why the Suns are the best team in the West, because they have the ability to score at every position and they have a deep bench. However, I think if, if, like I said, if Brunson can score in, you know, in the 20s, um, if it, the game doesn't all have to fall on Luka, I think Dallas has a solid chance at winning this game and tying up this series. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Um, you know, it's going to be all about the role players at the, um, for, the, for the Mavs. Um, you know, like you took a look at the top players in the series. You know, Luka's one. You got CP3. Or you know you you I mean CB three or uh, Devin Booker, um, DeAndre Ayton, maybe maybe Jalen Brunson or Miles Bridges. Uh, you know, um, so top five players in a series like you know Dallas maybe have like one one of those players in there. Um, you know, are you know arguably, arguably. So it's all it's going to be all about um, how the role players step up. You know, so Jalen Brunson's you know going to have to have big games. Going to have to have to score. Um, you got to um, hit open shots. Like, you're going to get like, you know, playing with Luka, you're going to get open shots. So like, you know, uh, Dorian Finley-Smith wanted to hit some shots. Reggie Bullock, uh, Maxi Cleveland when he's in, Bertans when he's in, um, um, Dinwiddie, um, you know, he's, he's got to facilitate as well uh, when he's in and uh, Luke is uh, taking a break. So with, you know, with all those things working for you, like, um, you know, they'll have a shot, um, you know, to, to, you know, to win um, the series. Um, but, you know, with um, Phoenix here, um, they're, you know, car- across the board there, I mean, they got guys like, like you say, that can score, that, that can defend. They got guys that can come off the bench. Um, you know, CP3, uh, one of the best floor generals, um, you know, in the NBA still, you know, you know, he's 37. Last last game, he had seven turn or, or I, I, when I was watching, he had at least seven turnovers. I don't know how many he ended finished with. So that was like in one half. So that was a little, a little bit of an anomaly. Um, so I don't count. I don't. Um, I wouldn't expect that to happen uh, moving forward. Um, you know, Devin Booker's. You know, looking like you know, starting to uh, come back to himself. Uh, you know, after his injury. You know, DeAndre Ayton. You know, I kind of would expect more from him uh, as far as scoring. Um, you know, um, he he was he only scored sixteen. Uh, not only. I mean, sixteen is you know good. You know, for a center, and then uh, or you know for that team. And then he scored, like you say, scored nine in game two. So I expect him to have bigger games. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I think that, um, you know, I, I would expect Phoenix to win tonight um, or or not tonight because they play at three. Um, but yeah, I expect them to win today and then, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, finish off the gentleman's sweep at home. Um, but, you know, I, you know, never know, uh, you know, can't, can't uh, count on Luka. But, you know, the uh, the Mavs role players going to have to, uh, you know, really going to have to uh, step up. I think um, another key for the Mavericks is they got to play at their pace. Um, they can't get into a run and gun game with the Suns because the Suns are going to win that every time. Um, Mavericks, they don't have the three-point shooting um, that, this, that the Suns have. Um, I, I would actually argue that the only team in the league that does have the three-point shooting that the Suns have is the Golden State Warriors. Um, it's hard. I don't know. That was, that was when, like, you look at the last series, they shot they shot really well from three uh, last series. So it's not like they can't do it. They're capable of doing it. They just 
you know, they got to make shots. So, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, outside it's, of, yeah, outside of uh, Luca, um, Jalen Brunson, and Dinwiddie, they don't really have a whole bunch of playmakers. So, I mean, I mean, outside of those three, like those other all other guys, got to like make, hit open shots when they get them. Yeah, and I, I guess that's more so my point is that that's not their game. They don't want to get into a fast paced back and forth. Yeah, so back yeah, and forth shooting threes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think they're one of the slow, like slower paced teams in in the league. Um, so they they got to like you know they just really rely on their half court offense. So it's not like they you know try to search for a whole bunch of fast break points. So you see how slow Loop is. So I mean, just try to uh, you know tr- him trying to you know run fast break. Um, but I mean, he's still he's still effective. He's slow, but he kind of like glides all over the court. Like he's yeah, he's smooth he's, with the ball for sure. Yeah. He he still gets to his spots. You can't speed him up. Like he's still like he's still out there making plays. Like dude's just you know doing great. Like doing like simple moves, but like still like finishing strong at the rim. It's yeah. it's he's fun to watch for sure. He's he's the Dallas Mavericks prototype for a superstar. I mean, Dirk and Whiskey was never fast either, but yeah, yeah, no doubt. Just. So. <laughs> just uh just a good player just figure figures out how to how to play to his strengths um, yeah so uh for this i mean for this game suns minus two i i'd probably stay away from the from the spread on this one here but the over under is more so what i'm interested in um 214 i think that So this is a tough one also because if, if the Mavericks can slow down the Suns, this is going to be a, a, a low-scoring game. Um, but if the Suns get hot, I could see this game, the total being in like the 230s again, um, like the first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead and go with – I'm going to go with the over on this. Um, that's, you know, assuming that teams are knocking down shots, uh, obviously. That kind of goes without saying, but – you know, if, if either team shoots below 35% from the field, um, this game will easily go under. Um, but as long as both teams are performing and knocking down shots, uh, even with the slower pace of the, of the Mavericks, uh, I think 214 is kind of a low number. Um, we saw in the first two games that these teams can score some points. So we're going to go ahead and go with the over in this one. Um, yeah, I'm a, yeah I, I can see that happening. I mean, it's happened in the first two games, so um... – you know, I can see, I can see uh, definitely going that route. Um, you know, Dallas kind of made some adjustments. Um, you know, like I said, CP3 had uh, had an abundance of turnovers uh, game three, so he may have uh, played a role in why the score wasn't higher. Um, so, yeah, but I could definitely see it uh, going over again. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, as a Dallas Mavericks fan, I'd love to lean towards the Mavericks' money line with them being at home, but I try to keep, yeah. I try to keep fandom out of this. All right, welcome back, everybody. If it seemed like there was a strange break in the show, we had some technical difficulties that we had to uh, to work through. But we are back. Uh, we just wrapped up talking about the Suns and the Mavericks. Um, I'm going to take the over in this game, uh, Avery. Uh, I believe you said you were kind of on the same same boat with that. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not really comfortable taking anyone on the spread. Um, what were you going to take someone on the spread here? Um, if I had to choose, I'd choose Phoenix. Um, okay. I think it's going to be a bounce back game. Uh, not as many turnovers uh, for CP3 of this game. Um, I think it's a bounce back game for Miles Bridges as well. Um, so, so yeah, um, this is going to be clo- I think it'll be close. Um, and it may be a four, like four or five point victory. I think they'll cover the spread. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from it because I'm so unsure. Um, it wouldn't be the first time I bet against my team, uh, but I also have like a sense that there's a very good chance they could win this game. So I'm just going to avoid betting the spread instead. Let's just hope we see some high-scoring electric offenses. Yeah, see a good um, game. That's all, yeah. Right. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next game. Um, this game is going to be played Monday night at 10 p.m. Uh, this is the other West Coast matchup going on right now. We got the Memphis Grizzlies at the Golden State Warriors. Um, Golden State is up 2-1 to one in this series. Um, in the game tomorrow, Golden State's favored by 9. Um, money line, Golden State is minus 400. Memphis is plus 315. The over-under is 227. Um, if we look at the, the point totals for uh, for game one, um, Golden State won that game 117 to 116. Uh, that game was a lot closer than what I, I was expecting it to be. Um, but for that total, uh, that total was 233. Game two, Memphis won 106 to 101 um, for a total of 207. And then Golden State won last night. Uh, 142 to 112 uh, for a big total of 254. Um, so, you know, obviously uh, when Golden State gets hot, they're going to the, – high-scoring games favor the Golden State Warriors um, because of their offense, how they shoot the ball. Uh, another th- – so last night the spread was about seven points. Actually, it was seven points, um, and that was with John ja Morant. So it's up in the air. Um Unless you've heard of anything, Avery, uh, I think I his status is in question after his knee injury last night. So, yeah, I was going to ask you um, what this, what uh, the spread was, um, you know, last night uh, for the game. So, but uh, I don't know. Uh, minus nine seems pretty uh, pretty high, um, you know, high spread for this uh, for this series. So most for the most part, this series has been close. But um, yesterday, uh, Warriors shot the lights out of the ball. Um, you know, really um, efficient on offense. Um, even like Otto Porter uh, was, you know, you know who who was. I mean, who was really good. You know, back in his day, uh, back in the day with the Wizards, um, he he played really well last night. He shot the ball well. He I don't know what he finished with last night, but uh, his like between like in the playoffs, he he hasn't really shot very well. But but in history, like he was a like, you know pretty good three point shooter. Um, yeah. So so yeah, he played he played uh, he shot pretty well yesterday. Uh, you know, all this without, uh, you know, Gary Payton the second, um, you know. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, I don't know. Uh, minus nine seems pretty high, though. Um, I, so I didn't know if, uh, you know, if Ja, if, uh, if uh, it was because of Ja's injuries and uh, in, in his uncertainty. Um, but, yeah, uh, if it was uh, minus seven, um, you know, for yesterday's game, so they, they must be on the right track. So they must think. Uh, job be all right to play so so all yesterday you know i i'm in a couple different group chats with with some buddies who also um like to dabble in um sports gambling uh when we were talking about that seven point spread and i was like you know i'm i'm comfortable with golden state we're taking golden state minus seven but seven points is a lot of points and in any other series, seven points is a lot of points. But then, you know, Golden State comes out and they win by 30. So at that point now, it's like seven points isn't really a lot of points. And, you know, obviously you don't you don't know that till the game's played that they're going to win by 30. But now I'm looking at minus nine. And if Ja can't play, I don't I don't know if that line is set with him playing or without him playing. Um, yeah. But without Ja, I 
I would take Golden State probably minus 13 in this game. Um, just because if the Warriors come out and, uh, and shoot the way they did last night, I mean, last night they shot 53% from three point and they were 63% from the field. Um, yeah. And was, you, yeah. usually I would say that's un, uncommon, you know, like that's yeah. uncommon for teams to shoot like that, but it's not uncommon for Golden State when they get hot. Um, and I just cut you off there. I apologize. What were you? Yeah, I was just going to say they shot 72% uh, get like or something like that at, at half or something like something, yeah. something absurd. And, and they were and they were only that they were only up by seven. So um, that's because they had a whole lot of turnovers when they, they uh, I think they eliminated turnovers, um, you know, going into that third quarter and then they just blew the game open. Yeah. And I, I think um, a, a huge advantage. So I, I mentioned in our first episode that Golden State was my pick to win the championship this year um, just because of their depth. Uh, you just mentioned Otto Porter um, coming in off the bench. Um, they're two big guys that they don't even start most of the time. They usually try to go with a smaller lineup, but uh, with Looney and uh, Kaminga is, I believe that's how you say his name, right? Yeah, he's not a big guy, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. tall. Yeah, you're tall. Yeah, taller tall. than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, and who was, uh, they have another big guy too, right? Is that hurt maybe? Oh, James Wiseman, right? He's, he's Maybe that's about. what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Wiseman. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said Kaminga, but I meant Wiseman. Uh, he's he hasn't even played, right? Yeah, he hasn't played all season. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, with 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 their depth, and then you have Jordan Poole coming in off the bench. He's averaging twenty six points per game off the bench. Um, yeah, if we if we look at, uh, let me see here. So in game, so. Yeah, and uh, hold on, I had a stat written down here. Maybe I didn't have it written down, but essentially, when you, when you look at bench points, he's outscoring, um, he's outscoring the Grizzlies' entire bench most games. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Yesterday's what um, the the uh, Grizz bench or everybody else, or yeah, I think the Grizz bench score like thirty four, so like thirty four, something like that. Yeah. And I mean, when you have uh, Pool coming in off the bench scoring twenty seven, yeah, like it's 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 tough to it's tough to battle that because you know when you when you are giving your all stars a break, you know, giving them that you know three minute rest at the end of a quarter, or at the end of a half, or whatever. Not typically not at the end of the half, but like at the end of like the first quarter and end of the third quarter, you typically you know hope that your bench players can keep up with the other team's bench players. But you got Jordan Pool who. Any other team in the league, he'd probably be a starter right now. Um, and he started a lot of games for uh, for Golden State, actually. So, yeah. um, I mean, they just have a huge advantage there. And, and their ability to shoot the ball is 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 crazy. Um, anyway, uh, where I'm going with all of that is, you know, Golden State minus nine. That's, I, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with, with taking that. And for the over-under at 227 – I, I'm taking the over there as well. So um, comfortable Golden State spread and uh, the over. So we'd love to hear your thoughts. I feel like I just rambled there a little bit, but uh, I'm going to hand it over to you now. No, I I, I like, uh, you know, you said 227? 227. Yeah, I like the over for that. Um, you know, I, you know, obviously if Ja doesn't play, you know, all those numbers are going to change drastically. Um, so, yeah, um, like I said, minus nine, uh, I think it's still pretty high. Um, they're not going, you know, Warriors do can't like, you know, obviously are really good shooters. 
Uh, but they're not always going to shoot 62%, you know, from the field, you know, 53, 53 or 52% from three. Um, so I think that all that's going to balance, like, you know, will balance out a little bit. Um, ja, you know, Ja's been playing well, like, the entire series. Um, he's got to get some, he's got to get some more help. Jaron Jackson had a good game one, uh, game two and three, uh, not so much. Um, so he's got, he's got to, uh, you know, use his height, um, you know, you know, to, uh, to his advantage and, you know, get some more, get some more baskets, uh, that way, uh, Desmond Baines kind of like kind of been struggling this series a little bit. So he's got to get going a little bit. Um, you know, they got, they got the guys, um, you know, they, they got the height and athleticism that can, uh, really bother uh, the Warriors. Um, so I don't know, uh, minus nine still, still thinks a little, but I still think is uh, pretty high. Um, so I would probably like, as long as, you know, Josh healthy, you know, even if, you know, if he isn't healthy, you know, that that's, you know, that's a whole different thing. Like you said, you might, you can go uh, minus 13. Um, so I, I can see that happen as well. Um, they still got one, a really good uh, backup point guard and uh, Tyus Jones. So they got the they got the guys and they just uh, you know just gotta start uh, producing a little bit. I know uh, Desmond Bain's been um, having a little back issues. So I'm not sure if that's uh, what's um, causing him to be a little off, but um, he's like all those guys are gonna have to start making more shots and uh, helping Jaw a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I can see I can see why he would go uh, minus nine. I still you know I still think that's that's pretty high. Like outside of yesterday's game, um, you know these teams are still evenly matched uh, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I, I also just looked up uh, Kaminga's, um, like, Wikipedia page. I was just hoping that maybe he was, like, taller than what I thought and, like, I wouldn't look like as much of an idiot. Uh, he's only 6'7", so he's not really, like, a big guy, right? Um, but, but but he jumps really high. He's, but, like, he's really athletic. He plays big is what I'm going to yeah. say. Um, but then, then I looked up and I was like, why, how did I get that mixed up? And it's Jonathan Kaminga and James Wiseman, so I think it was the Jays, the first name Jays. So. Yeah, yeah. So Anyway, I, I I'm going to say whatever yeah. I can to make myself not look like, like an idiot. Yeah, I was like, I, only big man I know is like Kevin Looney, but but hey, yeah. man, we all we all mess up. So. Anyway, hey, hey, we all make mistakes. Um, For sure. The the technical difficulties got me a little a little flustered, is what I'm gonna roll with. Um, so, um, Golden State minus nine, Golden State over. Um, we seem like we're in somewhat of an agreement there. You know, you're thinking nine points is a lot of points, but I guess it all comes down to what ends up happening with John Morant. And I, we probably won't know anything closer or until closer to tip off, maybe like midday tomorrow. Yeah, um, I think, I think it'll be fine. Um, I think it's just a little, like, you know, uh, a little sprint or something like that. I think it'll be good to go. Look like just a little tweak. And yeah, I don't like how they're trying to make it seem like Jordan Poole, like intentionally try to hurt him. I, he, he was making a play on the ball, happened yeah. to grab his knee. And I mean, when, when you throw your arm out and you're, swiping at the ball you're gonna you're gonna swipe back and i mean he just happened to grab his knee instead of his instead of his instead of the ball so um we're not yeah we're not going to talk about this 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 series has been um pretty pretty uh pretty physical play um surprisingly um we're not going to talk about dylan brooks um little escapade taking there. out gary payton yeah gary payton don't like, deserve that yeah, well, my man didn't even jump in the air. Like he just, he just, Game he just swap, swap my man. Like come this on, club that, that was crazy. Didn't even jump. Like, but hey, you know, but he's break. But my man Jordan Poole is breaking the code just by trying to go for the ball. Like literally, right. he's really going for the ball. That's insane. 
But yeah, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of plays this, like in the playoffs uh, this year. Uh, you know, my boy Draymond. I don't think he deserved to get kicked out for that. But you know, that's that's my opinion. It, that was a reputation call right there. They just yeah, said totally. Draymond is Draymond. Let's get him out of here because totally. totally. There's totally. eyes on it. They're like, if we don't do something, there, everyone will be like, oh, Draymond's getting away with Draymond shit again. Um, yeah. I wonder. I wonder what the odds are for for Flagler two in uh, game game four. I mean, you. I, I could find them somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm, this, sure, I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, what was that? You got I was going to say, I didn't know if uh, Dylan Brooks deserved to get suspended for that, but, I mean. I, I think it, because of the outcome for Gary Payton, because of, like, yeah. what the actual um, consequence was, you know, when he hit the ground, he, you know, broke his uh, broke his arm, fractured his arm, right? Yeah, fractured his elbow somewhere. Fractured like elbow, yeah, so. Um, I think because of that, they the league the league had to do something. Um, yeah. So, all right, all right, let's go ahead and move into the East. Uh, the other game that's on today tonight at eight PM, we got Miami at Philly. Um, Miami's up two to one. Uh, Philly is favored tonight uh, by two points. Uh, Miami is plus one ten on the money line. Philly's minus one thirty. So again, we got really close odds there uh, with an over under of two oh seven. Game one, the the Heat took 106 to 92 uh, for a total of 198. Game two, the Heat won 119 to 103 for a total of 222. And um, game three, uh, the Sixers won 99 to 79 for a total of 178. So games one and two, um, Joel Embiid was out, fractured orbital socket, I think was what it was, and, and a concussion. Um, now he's wearing, you know, the the face mask that we've seen forever. Now it seems like in the NBA, there's always somebody in the playoffs wearing one. Um, made famous by Rip Hamilton back in the day. Um, I feel like he just put his on and never took it back off, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like it was like more of a good luck thing, right? Um, put it on and he just never took it off after that. So yeah, um, and so just from like a thirty thousand foot view. It's it's easy to look at at these games and say like Joel Embiid is is a huge difference maker because they went from losing two games, um, pretty significantly, um, to then blowing out the Heat. Um, however, there I mean there I feel like there's more to the story um, because if you look at um, let me look at some of these stats here that I have. So in game one. It was all Tobias Harris uh, scored 27 points, uh, but then the team shot 17% from behind uh, the three point line. You're not going to win a game shooting 17% from three. It's just not going to happen, especially when you're taking 34 attempts. Um, this is actually the stat I was thinking of uh, when I was talking about Jordan Poole. in game one, Tyler hero um, scored 25 points off the bench and Philly's whole team only had 19 points off the bench. So, as a whole, the Heat had 42 points off the bench. When you when your bench is able to more than double uh, the other team's bench, I mean you're you're going to be set up pretty good there. Game two, um, Tobias Harris had 21 points, Maxi had 34, and Harden had 20, but they still only shot 26 percent from from behind the arc. And then on the other side, you had Butler with 22, Bam with 23, Hero with 18, and Oladipo turned it on and had 19. Um, and they shot 48, 48.3% from three point. Um, so huge differences there, but then in game three, 
You had Danny Green came out for Philly and had 21 points. Joel Embiid had 18. Um, Maxie had 21. Harden had 17. And then Harris had nine. And they shot 48% from three. Um, Butler uh, and for Miami, Butler was the only starter who finished in double digits with 33. Hero had 14 off the bench. But then that that shooting struggle um, shifted its way over to Miami. Uh, Miami only shot 23% from behind the arc and then 35% from the field total. Um, so for me, this game, so Joel Embiid obviously had a, had a huge, huge impact on this, um, but it's really coming down to shooting. And for me, Miami is the better shooting team. They just struggled in game three. I think if they didn't have those struggles, Miami wins this game I don't want to say easily because Joel Embiid does make a difference, but I still think Miami wins wins game three if they're able to knock down more shots. Um, so for this game here, um, looking at Philly minus two, I, I'm, I'm leaning Miami plus two. I think Miami, it, you know, they're going to fix their shooting struggles. Kyle Lowry uh, came back for game three, didn't score a point, played terribly, honestly. Um so I, I think that's going to be a, a huge difference maker if he, if he can get going as well. Um, before I get into the total, I feel like I just talked a lot. Avery, I would, I'd love for you to actually be able to get some, some air time here as well. Oh, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, um, you know, game three, what, uh, Danny Green went seven of nine uh, for three. So and I think he was the leading scorer too. I think uh, James Harden had what seventeen. I think he no. didn't shoot, he didn't shoot very well. So which I, I don't know. Like hey, I, hey, I got a joke for you. Um, actually, uh, Zach, uh, what does uh, what does clean la- clean laundry and James Harden have in common? I don't know. They're both washed. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I'm joking. Oh, James Harden is gonna if he if he listens to this show, he is not gonna be happy with that. Hey, he's getting it from everybody, not not just me. It's but it's like, like where's like we're, we're, I mean, we just want to see the old James Harden. Uh, you know, guy can just you know score at will. But that guy's gone now. He's more just more of a true point guard. Now. I don't know, but like he's like he's gonna have to he's gonna have to have one of those games um, in order if they want to win this series, but. You know, Joel Embiid he didn't really do a lot, like as far as like you know, point wise. But you could tell he kind of just like reinvigorated the team, like you know, his like just his presence just like energized energized um, his teammates, and you know they went out there and uh, you know got got a victory. Um, so yeah, like I don't I don't know I don't I don't know if Danny Green's going to go seven or nine from three. Um, he needs. I mean, it, it certainly helps, but. You know, uh, Tyrese Maxey, um, he's, I mean, he played, he played, uh, I think he also had 21. Um, so he's going to have to play, he's going to have to play well. Um, you know, he's got to do some of the scoring. Um, obviously, then Joel Embiid um, is going to have to, um, you know, eventually become that MVP. He's going to have to have one of those performances. I mean, they're going to make it tough for him, obviously, because, you know, he, the Heat's really good uh, defensively. Um but yeah, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little stuck on this one, um, just because you know they they do got the MVP. Um, I mean, he I, like you said, um, you know they got to shoot. I mean, if they shoot better, and you know they lost by twenty, so I don't know like how much you know how much better it could have been. Maybe been close. I don't know if they would have won. Um, 
But you know the um yeah Philly play, like uh play better defensively uh the game. Um yeah um, uh mine's gonna need more from their role players. Um you know, Bam out of bio like really didn't uh do all that much in game three either. So that was kind of that was kind of surprising. So I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that going forward. Um so yeah, I wouldn't say this is a toss this is really a toss up for me. But if I you know gun in my head, um, you know, I'll say um I'll I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and agree with you. And um, me personally, I'll take the under, um, you know, for this for this uh, game. I would lean towards the under, too. But before I dive into that, uh, I do want to throw out what type of a difference Joel Embiid does make for the Sixers. So DeAndre Jordan was starting in his absence. Um, game one, DeAndre Jordan had four points and two rebounds. Game two, he had six points and five rebounds. So in those two games, he didn't even – match Joel Embiid's numbers from one game and, and and then like you mentioned game three Bam struggled a lot more and that could have a lot to do with the fact that Embiid's back in the game so um yeah I mean, the the Sixers are definitely a, a different team having that that big guy presence down low um as far as the over under goes though I mean 207 I'm gonna I'm going to take the under as well. Um, yeah. I think that I mean, it's really in a high score series. Yeah. So. And the heat have such good defense. Like they're, they're a strong defense team, defensive team. Um, and with Joel Embiid, you know, back in the, in the paint, he's a difference maker down there. So um, I think, I think the under is a, a pretty solid play here. Yeah. Let's go with that. And then, you know, James Harden, you know, if he decides, if I mean, you know, the old James Harden like decides to show up, you know, I can see that changing. But you know, I mean, it's, it's been what, like, I think it's been like it's been a couple of ga- like games. Like he's on a streak where he hasn't scored more than twenty five points in the playoff game. So I, I don't expect that change anytime soon. I think you are who you are. So yeah, I don't know with James Harden. It's uh, it's tough because of the whole soap opera that happened in Brooklyn. And it seems like his whole career has kind of been that way. Um, he gets, he gets frustrated, doesn't want to be somewhere, puts on a fat suit, looks out of shape. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, we, I would have loved to have seen what that uh, Oklahoma city team could have been, could have become back when they had uh, Harden, Westbrook, Durant, Adams, Serge Ibaka, like looking at that team, it, it's no, truly no surprising way. that they weren't better. There's no way you should have. They should have had like two or three rings, at yeah. least. Like with with just on paper. But, yeah, but know. that's why you play the game because it's it's not a paper sport. Hey, hey, I got another joke for you. Let's what hear else, it. What else does James Harden and uh, Clean Laundry have in common? I don't know what they fold. All right, moving on to uh, to the next series. We got Boston at Milwaukee. Um, I we are gonna have we're gonna have some James Harden fans not happy with us. Um, anyway, Boston at Milwaukee <laughs> Monday at seven thirty p.m. <laughs> Milwaukee is leading this series two to one. Uh, Milwaukee's favored in this game tomorrow night uh, by one. Uh, but this is one of those strange games where both money lines are, are negative numbers. Um, so Boston's minus 105 and Milwaukee's minus 115. Um, 
at that point, it literally means that the odds makers think this is a coin flip. Um, with a slight, slight advantage to to uh, Milwaukee. Over under is 210. Uh, game one, it was uh, Milwaukee won 101 to 89 for a total of 190. Game two, Boston won 109 to 86 for a total of 195. Um, and game three, which was uh, yesterday, uh, Milwaukee won 103 to 101 for a total of 204. So none of these games have even really come close to, to that 210 number. We can talk about game three yesterday where Marcus Smart should have been shooting three free throws instead of two. Um, that was that was a hell of a call that referee made by calling that on the floor. Um, made no sense to me. But had he, had he got three shots, that game probably would have, would have went into overtime and they would have covered um, the 216-point total, I believe, is what it was yesterday. Um, but so for, uh, for this game, uh, you know, the way Giannis is playing right now, I, I think Milwaukee has the advantage here. Um, and as far as the over under, I would, I would take the under in this game, in the series to just based off what we've seen so far. Um, but Milwaukee was your initial pick to win the championship, um, when we first started, uh, the playoffs, what, um, what are your thoughts on, on this series and, and, um, the spread and point total um, for tomorrow's game? Uh, you know, when I watched this game last night, um, I'm thinking, man, they could – like, Milwaukee could really use Chris Middleton right now. Like, this, like this, but like for both teams, like, baskets are hard to come by. And, like, if they had that extra extra shot maker, like, that can make a huge difference. But, they st- hey, they're finding ways to win, so – like give kudos to Milwaukee right now. Um, you know, yesterday that that was pretty exhilarating. That that the uh, last frantic little finish there. Um, you know, with the missed free throw, I do agree with the call. Uh, not the, with the call. Like I do agree with you that that should have been a shooting foul. Um, but you know, Milwaukee or Boston shot seventeen free throws for the past. Like, you know, I can't remember the time frame, but they shot seventeen free throws like uh, when uh, Milwaukee shot zero. So, I mean, it wasn't really like, like, you know, just like the refs just, you know, just blowing calls out there. I mean, it was definitely a discrepancy when it came to free throw shooting. Um, but, yeah, I think that – I think Boston's going to win next game. Um, you know, their best player, uh, J- uh, Jason Tatum, you know – Ten points. Only made yeah, ten points. Of, was it four out of what? Four of nineteen, four twenty shooting, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm going to go ahead and go go out on the limb and say Jason Tatum is a great player, um, and great players don't really have two bad games in a row. Um, so I'm going to say he's going to come out. You know, he's going to come out more aggressive. Well, he was pretty aggressive. Um, still, you know, nineteen shot shot attempts. Uh, so I think he's going to come out, come out, uh, you know, a little more focused uh, game four. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with the, you know, the uh, Celtics to win. Um, it's going to make it uh, hard, even harder. Like, you know, Giannis had a, pre- had a pretty good game, like as far as like from the field, over 50 percent or whatnot. Uh, finally made a, fr- a three pointer. He's like, what, four? He's like four of four of like 20 something. for Struggling. Like, 
for the playoffs. So, um, the old Giannis came back uh, as far as like shooting, um, you know, from uh, yesteryears. Um, so yeah, I, I think Boston will take uh, take a game, um, you know, take game four. Uh, this is going to be, uh, you know, I did say that uh, Milwaukee is going to win the series or win the championship. I still feel that way, but Chris Mills is going to have to come back uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, and I also go with the, uh, with the under two. Like, just shots are hard, like you know, shots are hard to come by um, in uh, for both teams. Like, both teams are playing well defensively. Uh, so yeah, I will go with the under as well. I apologize if anyone can hear the dog barking in the background. I don't know if it's coming through on your end, Avery, or not. But uh, I got some. There's a dog right outside of my window where I'm sitting. That oh. is just going to town. Um, so I apologize <laughs> yeah. if that audio is coming through uh, through my mic. Also, I don't. I don't think it is. Um, but just in case. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Baskets are going to be hard to come by. Boston is a good team, and Tatum had a had a struggle of a game. Um, I just think Giannis, you know, reigning MVP. Um, I agree. Chris Middleton being there, I think that Milwaukee can win this series pretty easily, honestly. And Boston's a great team. That's not taking anything away from them. I just think that the matchups are just better for Milwaukee yeah, if Chris Middleton's there. Yeah, I won't say easily, but I think it will, it will make a huge difference. Just that extra shot maker on the floor. But, um, you you know, Boston's got some uh, got some balls on their on their side with you know with uh, Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. Uh, Jalen Brown like you know had a pretty good game, but uh, they were switching uh, they were switching um, Brown on um, on um, on Giannis and Giannis was going to work on him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that so they maybe maybe found that that matchup there so they can like find a way to switch uh, you know get that whoever's guarding. Um, Whoever's whoever's guarding the screener, who if Jalen Brown's guarding, guarding the screener, you know that screener, you know screens uh, whoever's guarding Giannis, they switch on that. So you know they were doing that a lot yesterday. Uh, you know he's got got uh, some of his points that way. So I think they found that matchup. So I think they like that. They're going to try to exploit that a little bit more. But um, yeah, this has been a really been really good series. Um, really really physical basketball being played. So yeah. Well, that wraps up all the games. Um or all the series that are going on right now. Um, before we wrap the show up, do you have anything else you want to you wanna hit on? Quick, real quick. Um, you know, draft happened last week. Uh, quick pick, who's your offensive and defense rookie of the year choice? Or early prediction. Mm. Somehow this always, you know, goes back to football. It always does. Always. <laughs> always. I'm going to go ahead and say, man, that's tough. I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like outside of the receivers, this class was not like, like blow you away type, type level talent. Um, I don't know. I, you, you asked me, you put me on the spot and I wasn't prepped. So, um, uh I next episode I'm yeah, gonna next have an episode, answer for that. Oh, yeah. Next episode I'll have an answer for that. I got uh, you. What about you? Who do you got? You know, without doing you know much research or anything like that, um, I'll go Aiden Hutchinson uh, for your uh, defense rookie of the year. Um, offensive rookie of the year, um, I will probably go Garrett Wilson. I was going to say Garrett Wilson. Uh, I, I like uh, uh, London Drake too. Uh, since he he's probably going to be the number one receiver, um, you know he's going to win like you know he'll win those fifty fifty balls. 
like you know you can um you know operate out of the slot and you know out of the, you know outside um but yeah i think between between uh gary uh and uh chris olave too i think between those three on um if i had to do a sleeper pick i'd probably say uh bruce hall uh reach hall from uh you know with from iowa state with the jets so yeah very possible um yeah, yeah i I'd sound like an idiot if I try to talk about it right now, um, yeah, without, so without we, actually looking at it. So we're gonna we're gonna push that off to the next uh, to the next episode. Um, but Avery, I appreciate you again jumping on with me. Um, another another uh, great show. Um, looking forward to uh, seeing these games play out today. Hopefully, my Mavericks can come away with a win. Um, but if nothing else, I hope that total goes over. Um, silver linings, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap everything up for the listeners out there. We appreciate you. Uh, do me a favor. If you like the show, uh, tell your friends, uh, have them check us out on YouTube. Uh, Bourbon and bets is the name of the channel. Uh, you can find us on, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Um, find us on social media, um, bourbon and bets, uh, on Facebook, bourbon and bets podcast on how, how am I drawing a blank on my own on my own social media yeah, name? Technical difficulties, man. Flushed technical you, man. difficulties. I just want to make sure I don't get those twisted up. The show must go on, Zach. Show must go on. It's just <laughs> Bourbon and Bets. I had those backwards. Bourbon and Bets on Instagram and Bourbon and Bets podcast on Facebook. Uh, we don't dabble on Twitter. Um, tried it. Not good at it. So that's kind of where we're at with that. But uh, do me a favor. If you listened uh, to the show, if you agree with our picks, or disagree with our picks either way, leave a comment, um, down below in the, uh, on YouTube or on, uh, on social media. Um, we appreciate that. We love to engage with you. Uh, but until next time, uh, with football and everything ramping up, we are going to start having a little bit more football conversation. Um, but we're going to probably keep it, uh, pretty high level stuff until, until the NBA playoffs are over. Um, but football is definitely where we, uh, where we feel, feel most comfortable uh, with um, all of our backgrounds and, and football and whatnot. But um, that's what we got today. Uh, Avery, thank you again. Uh, one more time. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day, obviously, to uh, to Avery's wife, Brandy. Um, y'all are y'all are the, the best. So we appreciate you. Um, that's what we got. And we'll catch you on the next episode.